Welcome to the Goot Psyche Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Goot Rogers, and I am going to guide you on a journey to your own personal freedom through an exploration of yourself. If you haven't yet, make sure you smash that subscribe button because you know you're going to need it someday. Anyways, Goot Psyche Nation, welcome back to day 24 of my no social media challenge. Just to give you a little update on what's been going on, I have been doing a lot of real new projects for all of you once I get back on social media in about six days. And so what's going to be cool is I'm really excited to have this whole new value system to come back into social media with. I'm going to be worrying about different metrics this time, and I'm going to be giving you the absolute best contents that I've ever put out before. So let's dive into today's topic. So we're going to be talking about this really interesting world of subliminal messaging. I don't know if you've ever heard of this word before or even know what this type of theme is, but it is a huge factor in the digital age. In fact, it's really interesting if you've ever seen these experiments, these projects go on with involving subliminal messaging. So we're going to dive into it. We're going to talk about the psychology of it and how it even works. So if you've ever wondered how messages work, but the ones that are sneaky, that pass our conscious awareness, and just they actually still shape our perceptions and decisions, we're going to uncover it. So How does the subliminal messaging work? Well, so subliminal messaging involves the presentation of information below the threshold of consciousness. So it's bypassing this awareness and going deep into your subconscious, which is making the decision for you. It's a decision that you don't even realize that you're making either. It's like the whisper to our subconscious, influencing our thoughts, our behaviors without us even ever understanding whatever happened. And so these messages can be visual, they can be auditory or even symbolic. It's designed to change and influence and manipulate specific responses. It's really actually fantastic how this works, but it's rooted in our, in our brain's incredible ability to be able to process information rapidly. and. The way our brain does this is by seeing things that are almost of meaning to us, but if we see it a lot, then it becomes a meaning to us. It's kind of like the fact where if you've ever heard about the, the phrase, you look for an orange car on the road, you will find an orange car on the road. If you are not looking for an orange car on the road, you will not find an orange car on the road. It's essentially the thing that is behind that it's in it's in between that our brains are are wired to actually pick up cues even when they're not immediately noticeable and this concept it's going back for a few years in fact and it's basically when researchers just like they explored how hidden messages could actually affect human behavior and these factors have evolved technology and the way that it is even impacting your decisions in advertisement and the digital content and music as well. You see, this is why it's 
almost influencing the way of how you would even listen to something that is like completely like on repeat in your head. Like those songs that you're listening to, are those songs positive lyrics? Like, do they talk about you having an amazing life? Or are they talking about sex, drugs, guns, and gangs, and all this murder? It's like, depending on which one you're listening to the most, those are the things that you're going to be influenced by. And there's, those are the things that you're going to want to be seen and be in that environment around. And so it's subliminal. You are listening to it, and it's already subconsciously tuning you into that frequency to always be aligned with it. So, for example, there's been some researchers that have done this with specific people. And what happened is they were trying to basically guess what image they would create in their head. And this is a really, really fascinating thing that ever happened. And so it was an experiment where the group of people, they were obviously being researched on, but they didn't actually necessarily know it. They didn't think it was happening up until they arrived at the research center. But as soon as they stepped in the car, the game was on. So what happened was on the streets, the people knew the exact route, these researchers knew the exact route of how they would get to the research facility, right? And so they put up specific colors, specific letters, specific words that would make it aligned with what the questions they would be asking them later on. And so there could have been orange, it could have been six, it could have been caterpillar. Like, it was a bunch of different things that was just reminding them and subconsciously influencing them to then be asked this kind of question later on. And it's a very interesting way of how they even process it in their brains. But because they saw it so familiarly and like um, in routine on the way to this place, it was something that just affected the way that they're going to respond, even though they didn't even realize what was going on. And so by the time they got to the research place and they asked them these questions, okay, we're going to guess like based on like you not telling us anything, we're just going to guess what, we're, what you're going to think and what you're going to respond with. And so, they, you know, they have this sheet of paper. They write down what they think they're going to say, basically, because based on what they are put, they've put in front of them beforehand, and they guessed exactly what they were going to say and they, what they thought because of the subliminal messaging that went on during the drive those were the signs, the, the orange, the caterpillar, the, the number six, whatever it is, it's because they saw it repeatedly on the way. And it was very, very, very interesting. So let's talk about the psychology of this subliminal messaging, okay? So the psychology behind it lies behind the power of suggestion, okay? And when we're exposed to subtle cues of, like I said before, when it's repeated, it's basically like priming our minds to behave in a certain way. And so, for instance, basically, uh, again, like a fleeting image, like a caterpillar or um, some word that may spark and uh, trigger an emotional response, these images and these words are going to affect our decision making. And the advertisers have been able to leverage this phenomenon to create a sense of familiarity and desire for products. This is where I you see certain images that are tuned into 
specific brands that are, okay, this is color, it goes exactly with this brand. And this image goes exactly with this brand. It's because you've already been exposed to these huge brands where they have really done their advertising and marketing well to be able to engage your subconscious to really understand, okay, if you see any sort of color, you will know exactly what brand it is. So it's a huge impact for whatever influence that people can have. And it's very scary too. It's, there's an argument of if it's a harmless tool for influencing consumer behavior and all. And so others raise concern about basically manipulation and consent. And as the world grows, as this digital world grows, especially, subliminal messaging is going to find new avenues and new ways to sneak in and to implement our decisions and make our decisions for us, which is involved in our algorithms, right? They already know what we like and what we don't like. So now it's just about how we can get you to perceive stuff differently to then make your decision for you. It's very impressive. And the content in these algorithms have been designed to align with our interest because they're trying to shape our online experience without explicit awareness. You have to be aware of this. You have to. Otherwise, one day you're going to get <laughs> you're going to get drawn down a really bad path and you're going to be like, "How the heck did I even get here?" I don't want to scare you with any of this social media stuff. I know there's a lot of stuff that I've been talking about, especially if you've been following along. This is just for your insight. The psychology behind all these things is very subconscious and we're not able to control most of it until we're aware of it. So I'm glad that you're even listening to these episodes and being able to be conscious of what is going on in this digital realm because otherwise you're going to get manipulated and you're going to be doing things that you didn't even realize you were doing and then you're going to fall into a trap of how did I get here? And you're going to act like you're the victim when it's actually your fault. You have to take responsibility. So this day, day and age of information and Understanding this is quite crucial. You gotta just question the intentions behind what is social media and just the online influence trying to get at. What what is their agenda? Whether that's an advertisement, whether it's some sort of news headline, or even there's any type of content in our social media feed that's trying to make a decision for us, it's going to be enhancing our view of life that is in alignment with whatever our algorithms work with to divide our country, divide our society up even more to have us in boxes that we understand which choices are going to be made with based on what engaged content and platforms we're using. And it's going to be then almost automatic where we don't even have free will anymore. And this is a critical, critical stage in your life to be able to see it as it is not super powerful quite yet, but with AI, you never really even know. So these unseen forces are going to take huge psychological factors in, and they're going to make these tools to make conscious choices in us without us even knowing 
that it was a subliminal message. So stay curious, stay vigilant, and continue to unravel these mysteries of the digital world as they come about. Okay? That's what I got for you today, Good Psyche Nation. So, just remember, you're here for a reason. Love yourself, love your God, love your dear neighbor without distinction. If I know you, I love you. I really do. And if I don't, well, hey, I still love you too.